Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, what more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Every town has a dark side. This is Andrew Fitzgerald from the Everytown Podcast, where every single week we dive into insane and mysterious true crime stories, most of which you've never heard of. Stories like the bizarre disappearance of Tyler Davis in Columbus, Ohio, a 29-year-old father trying to find his way back to his hotel when he disappeared and was never heard from again, and Elizabeth Shelf from Lugoff, South Carolina, who was abducted from her driveway by a madman and taken to his underground bunker in the woods. We give you all the details you're interested in hearing about without any fluff or fillers, because ain't nobody got time for that. We cover everything from psychopaths to poltergeists, so go check out the Everytown podcast, because every town, no matter how nice it may seem, has a dark side. There were two more murders 15 miles when away. Arrived, the we found the telephone and electricity line here described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning. Derek and Eileen Severs were described as pillars of their Hamilton Leicestershire community. He was a successful businessman while she was known for her charity work. On November 13, 1993, the couple would become known for a much more morbid reason when they seemed to disappear off the face of the planet leaving no one but their son to tell their story. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Eileen Severs, 69, was last seen around 1.30 p.m. on November 13th, leaving a charity bazaar and heading back home while her husband, 68, left the local pub around 3.30 p.m. The next day, their son, Roger, delivered raffle prizes on behalf of his mother. According to him, she was sitting in the car outside waiting for him, though no one could quite see the woman's silhouette inside the car. Five days later, friends of the Severs became concerned. The pair had missed appointments, meetings, and lunches with friends. These were not the type of people to miss their responsibilities and engagements, so friends began calling the police. The police arrived at the upscale bungalow to find something they found odd. The normally spotless and impeccably clean home was now a mess. Not only that, but the carpet in two of the rooms had been totally removed. Something was wrong and the entire community seemed to worry about the couple. Everyone but their son, 38-year-old Roger Severs. 
Roger was, in contrast to his parents, known as a screw-up. He had no job, drank himself into oblivion, and was content to let his elderly parents support him. He also stood to inherit their fortune after their death, a fact not lost on the police. But, according to Roger, the couple were simply on a holiday and there was nothing to worry about. But why would the couple make plans and schedule appointments if they knew they would be on vacation? Forensics began searching the home when, in the bathroom, they found blood splattered in a way that indicated a violent attack took place before an attempt was made to clean up the mess. There were similar blood traces near the garage and along the hallway, and along the hallway was a trail of yellow fibers that had the rolled appearance that resulted in something being dragged down the hall. Something like a body. The blood trail continued to a car, and the story of what happened to the couple became more clear. Two days after the couple were reported missing, Roger Severs was arrested for the deaths of his parents. While he was secure in jail, investigators were able to continue their investigation. Inside the now-filthy car, they found the tires caked with thick mud. Samples were taken, and the mud contained quartz, calcite, ironstone, chert, and coated roadstone. This suggested that Roger took the car down an unmade-up road in the East Leicestershire region. They also found organic matter that showed two dozen varieties of plant life, including an unusual species of horse chestnut. With the help of naturalists, they were able to narrow down the possible dump site to two areas of woodland. It was the discovery of a small piece of fishing line that further narrowed down the area to a spot near the water's edge. On December 1st, 1993, police searched the area and pretty quickly found a large amount of disturbed soil. An officer poked his hand into the mound and found it was met with human flesh. They had, thanks to the mud that Roger failed to clean from his father's usually spotless car, found the bodies of Derek and Eileen. When their bodies were recovered, they found them wrapped in a yellow blanket with their heads smashed in. The earth that covered their bodies came from Eileen's own garden. Roger was charged with the murder of both his parents. During the trial, Roger admitted to murdering his parents and told the story of what happened on November 13, 1993. According to his story, he returned home after one of his drinking binges, angry that his parents refused to continue supporting him. He then took a steak mallet from the kitchen and proceeded to beat his mother to death inside of their home. His father returned home a short while later and he continued his attack. He then dragged them to the family car and took them to Armley Wood to bury them, driving back and forth from his parents' bungalow to retrieve soil to cover them. Once he was finished, he came back and attempted poorly to clean the house. He burned the evidence and had intentions of moving on to clean the car, but was arrested before he could do so. Had police waited any longer to arrest Roger, the car may have been cleaned and the crucial evidence washed away. After his confession, he claimed diminished responsibility for his crimes. The jury deliberated for just two hours before returning with a guilty verdict on both counts of murder. On December 6, 1994, Roger Severs was sentenced to life in prison. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on November 14th. 
Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime-obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy-to-listen-to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.